Syringe service programs involve giving health care and clean needles to injection drug users. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say people in those programs are three times more likely to stop using drugs. But IPR's Max Johnston reports the state and county governments are sometimes ill-equipped to offer them or simply don't want to. Angela Boger is 28 years old and lives in Traverse City. She's a recovering heroin addict. In her living room, Angela is rifling through a small blue bin. It has four compartments, each with different medical tools. So this has my, you know, my blood draw needles, my butterflies for kids, cotton balls. She reaches in and pulls out an overdose rescue kit with syringes and a few vials of a serum called naloxone. These I give to, these are the vial and syringe ones. So these I give to people that are comfortable already with needles. A couple days a week, injection drug users come to Angela's home. She pulls this bin from her closet and gives them supplies like clean needles or fentanyl test kits. Angela is also a certified phlebotomist, so she'll draw blood and test people for infectious diseases like hepatitis or HIV. Angela volunteers for Harm Reduction Michigan, an addiction outreach agency in Traverse City. They give Angela the supplies and dispose of the dirty needles. As long as my daughter's not here, I, I'm pretty much open all, all hours of the day and night. About five years ago, Angela caught hepatitis C by sharing needles. After getting treated, she kept using drugs, but found a syringe service program from her counselor. There, she got clean needles and some basic health checkups. Would you say this program, broadly, would you say it, it saved your life? Definitely. If I would have continued using dirty equipment when I had hepatitis, I could have gotten so much sicker. Eventually, when Angela lost custody of her daughter, she turned her life around. She's been clean for three years. According to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, since 2003, deaths caused by hepatitis C have increased by over 50 percent. And injection drug use is one of the biggest risk factors in spreading it. But syringe service programs can be a tough sell to law enforcement and local governments. The Grand Traverse County Board of Commissioners considered expanding their program last year. At a meeting in April, commissioners had to vote on using grant money to increase syringe services in Traverse City. Now, there's a federal ban on spending government money on clean needles. But in this case, the local health department can pay for other parts of syringe service programs, like more testing for diseases or even hiring staff. County commissioners didn't see it that way. Here's Commissioner Rob Henschel talking with a representative from the health department. You have $50,000 to not hand out needles? I, this I isn't a needle exchange program. There's okay. nothing on here that says that. I think that's, the, that's what's in people's heads. Well, it says syringe service program expansion right. on, on the agenda. So it's, what are we expanding it's then? It's outreach, it's education from the health department, it's providing vaccinations, it's getting people in um, to do testing. Most of the commissioners' questioning was along those same lines. Several said they worried syringe service programs endorsed drug use, and eventually the contract was voted down. Pam Lynch with Harm Reduction Michigan says that money would have been a huge help. We could double our staff time with that, and we're unable to do so because they can't contract with us. Zach Ford is with the D.C.-based nonprofit AIDS United, one of the country's largest funders for syringe service programs. He says they aren't a priority for most local governments. 
while the federal government spends their money for the opioid epidemic on rehabilitation. A lot of their strategy around substance use has been pumping money into treatment services and criminalizing. Syringe service programs don't necessarily fit in with all that. Ford says they don't aim to funnel people into treatment. Then I think that people have a tendency to see the merit in treatment services and, and not fully understand uh, the syringe services program aspect of it. There has been some recent movement to expand syringe service programs in northern Michigan. Jason Elmore is the prosecuting attorney for Wexford County. He says he's tough on crime and frankly isn't entirely sold on syringe programs. I, I have that bad taste in my mouth, the idea of giving people needles to help use drugs. Am I somehow aiding and abetting their use of controlled substances. But Elmore says his office is flooded with drug cases year-round and strapped for resources. He says the nearby jails and rehab centers are full, so they have to try something new to get ahead of the opioid epidemic. I want to stop people from using. And if maybe, just maybe, a syringe exchange program, as long as it has that rehabilitative element, then I'm in favor of it. Elmore says if they do create a syringe service program in Wexford County, it's still months away from starting. Meanwhile, nearly 3,000 people died last year from drug overdoses in Michigan. The CDC also identified 11 counties in the state that are at a high risk of an infectious disease outbreak. All of them are in northern Michigan. For Points North, I'm Max Johnston.